Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. The Bible says, the entrance of your Word, it bringeth forth light. This morning, let them that walk in darkness receive light. Let the sick be healed. Let them let the depressed find hope. Let the wanderer find direction. Lord, empty me of myself and let me be filled with your spirit. May my lips speak knowledge and may it bring understanding to your people. Father, as your people have come, set them apart. They came by the west gate, but may they live by the east gate. May they leave this place more blessed, more favored, and more loving to work for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Put your hands together and sit on top of your enemies. Hallelujah. You must learn to sit on top of your enemies. Sit on them well. In such a way that they cannot get up. Crush them. Hallelujah. Look, you see, let me tell you something. You see, in the Bible, you see, in scriptures, in scriptures, there are doctrines, there are doctrines, there are teachings, and there are instructions. Hallelujah. In, uh, doctrines, you are taught something to do. Instructions, you don't understand. You just obey them. Yes. So not, every, not everything in the Bible is a teaching yes. or a doctrine. Some of them are instructions. Yes. For example, when they went to the wall of Jericho, Joshua said, go around the wall seven times. That's an instruction. It's not meant for you to understand. Why should we go seven times? No, 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 no. He says, go around the wall seven times. If you want to defeat Jericho, don't just get up and go around the wall. You understand? It was an instruction. He didn't give them explanation. Why seven? He said, go. Just get up and go around the wall seven times. And at the seventh time, you shout. If you are serious about defeating your enemy, just obey the instruction from the man of God. That is why I say, get up and sit on top of your enemies. Sit on top of your enemies. <laughs> I want you to sit on your on top of your enemies seven times. Let's go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> it says, sit on top of your enemies. Yes. 
you see, it's an instruction. You don't need to understand, but your enemies will be silenced because you have killed them. Hallelujah. Aha, uh-huh. wait for the scripture reading. Romans 8, 38 and 39. One to go. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, or any other creature shall separate be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8, 38 and 39. Again. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor death nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8, 38 and 39. One more time. Eight and thirty-nine. For I am persuaded that that neither the death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. They are Romans eight. There are ten no's. You can't remember all of them. If you can, yeah, the no's are ten. So, I won't tell you to memorize. So, just read it like that. <laughs> there are not ten no's. No, 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 no. Every, every, ten of them. Are you going to try it on this side? You guys think you can remember it? This group, I won't ask you. I know. <laughs> if anything, I'll try this group. I should try you. You sure you can? Okay, let's go. Go. Are you, are, do you think? It, okay, one, two, go. What's watching for the last time? Okay, last time. Put on for the last time. Okay, one, two, go. For I am persuaded that neither death, number one, number two, no angels, spiralities, power. I memorize it now. One more time. Are you okay? Are you okay? One more. Oh, okay. Okay, take it off. Go. Go. Roma. Yes, go. of that group. Hallelujah. Are you blessed to be in church? Wonderful. Hallelujah. May God give you an intelligent brain. Hallelujah. Amen. 
We've been talking about the mysteries of God. Hallelujah. And I said that, see, God is mysterious. We keep on saying that God is mysterious. Hallelujah. And God is not a computer. Hallelujah. That you can program him. There are so many mysteries about God. Hallelujah. That's why I said, Jesus said, blessed are your eyes for they see. And blessed are your ears for they hear. Because it's not everybody who understands God. But you are blessed to understand the mysteries of God. Amen. Amen. By the way, the song that they sang, Amen, you see, Amen is your spiritual net. Every Christian must learn to say Amen. When something good comes to you, you say Amen. Amen means you receive and catch it. Hallelujah. You don't say, wow, wow is not a net. Amen is a net. (laughs) Hallelujah. When something good comes to you, you say Amen. Hallelujah. May you understand the secrets of God. May you understand the mysteries of God. Yes, say amen, yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. You see, we all have mysteries. You see, we all have mysteries. We all have secrets. Everybody has some secret here. A mystery is a secret. It's something that other people don't know, right? Yes, we have all secrets. Everybody has secrets. A mystery. There's some things about you that if the person next to you know, he will sit by you. Oh. <laughs> if the person knows some secrets about you, he will say, oh, I will not sit by you. <laughs> we all have some mysteries, some secrets. And, and we all keep secrets. Hallelujah. Yeah. We all have secrets. That is why, and you see, a common thing, we all have passwords. Passwords to our phone. Because you don't want people to know what's inside your phone. You all have passwords. All your phones have passwords. Some of them fingerprint you swipe. And some of you, you change your password so frequently. Yes. That's why you have password. Yeah. That's your secret. It's a password. It's a secret. You don't want, not, not everybody knows your password. I mean, some husbands, their wife will never know their password. No, 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 no. To the phone. I'm coming. I mean, my wife knows my, my, my wife knows the password to my phone. Yeah. Nothing to hide. My husband actually knows the password. He can actually pick my phone and, and, and know the password. But some of you, if they know, you change it immediately. <laughs> yeah, my wife knows the password to my phone. I don't remember her. She has told me I don't remember. But she remembers mine. <laughs> but she told me hers because I don't remember. But she remembers mine. There's nothing to hide. But some of you, even when you're home and you are going to the, ba- you are going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the phone must go to the bathroom. <laughs> because, yes, yeah. Per chance. It will ring and she will pick it up. And when she pick up, she will not even check the message. She will go back. So, for, for, to, avoid, to avoid any controversies. Back to the bathroom. Yeah. It's a secret you don't need anybody. It's, a, it's your own secret. Just like your bank account, your ATM. It's a mega secret. But my, my wife knows my ATM number. She knows her ATM number. In fact, I can't even tell her my ATM number. You don't know my ATM number. Are you ready? 
I can tell you. I can tell you right here the number. Okay. I can tell you right here the number. I can tell you right here the number. And I can. You see, you see, you see, and you see, some secrets are available. Some people, when you know their ATM number, it's 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 not different from knowing the toilet roll. Because there's nothing in the account. <laughs> They must have given you a toilet roll. There's nothing in the account. But some people do you know their ATM number. Now in good business. You want to do my ATM number? I can give it to you. Are you ready? Okay, get ready. Nine eight five four six seven two three one. Mind your own business. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you see, and God has secrets. And Jesus said, Blessed are your ears for the hear. Blessed are your eyes for the see. Because when you when you know the mysteries of God, you are a step ahead. Hallelujah. And God is mysterious. Are you hearing me? Yeah, blessed are your eyes. For the see. Hallelujah. And we've been talking about the I started by talking to you about. The mystery of inclusion. Then we speak about the mystery of what? Prayer. Right? Then we speak about the mystery of what? Godliness. Last week. You see, and I want to say that, look. The, the, the Bible says that. Exercise yourself. Or train yourself in godliness. See, when it comes to becoming godly, it is something you have to work on. Hallelujah. Exercise means you train. Work on it. You see, you don't become godly by osmosis. If you understand what osmosis is. You know what osmosis is? Hey, BJ. What's osmosis? Uh, what grade are you in? Seven. Eleven. You should have done biology. Oh, you have forgotten. Do you know osmosis? Osmosis. Diffusion of water. I have completed. The diffusion of water. That's no osmosis. Diffusion is different. What is it? Aha, uh-huh. finish it well. What grade are you in? 10th grade. 10th grade. The diffusion of water from a higher concentration gradient to a lower concentration gradient. Yes, yes, yes. Ah. It's even not a correct, but we'll take it like that. Huh? The, the movement of what? What are what? Osmosis. You know osmosis? What is osmosis? And you say you know it. It's the diffusion of water from a low concentration to a high concentration through a semi-permeable Through a semi-permeable membrane. Very good. Ah, that's what it is. I'm going to give you an assignment, all of you. You have, to, you have to bring me a biology te- I'm going to give you a biology test. Movement of water from a lower concentration to a higher concentration through a semi-permeable membrane. Even the students know. And godliness is not by osmosis. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's active. Bible says, exercise yourself. Train yourself to be godly. You have to train yourself. 
You don't become godly automatic. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not by osmosis. Train yourself. Exercise yourself to be godly. Hallelujah. Amen. Godliness is profitable. So it means that, you see, that is why, you see, that is why we are, that we are, we are doing certain things over here. One is the morning prayer. Look, it's not easy to wake up to pray in the morning. You know? Especially in the winter. No. It does not come by osmosis. So that's why I say, look, but you see, prayer is essential. Prayer is necessary. You cannot move away, you cannot move ahead of God without prayer. Men always ought to pray. Amen. Amen. So that's why I said that from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m., everybody wake up and pray. Join the prayer line. I know it's not easy. I, I know it's not easy at all. Especially those of you who like to watch the late night news. So you sleep at 12 a.m. And sometimes no news. Other things you are watching. You see, but but listen. So you have to learn to exercise yourself into godliness. So train, train yourself. Train yourself. Wake up in the morning. And you see, I'm being honest with you. I know you cannot do it. I know. I, I know everything. I know it's not possible for anybody to do it every day. That's why I said Tuesday to Friday. So even if you cannot do it, so whatever day is convenient for you, join the prayer line. If you can do all great. But if you can, but you see, don't not do it at all. You are not training yourself. It's a training exercise. Gradually, you started one day, two days. By the time you realize you are now waking up every morning to pray, and you are becoming spiritually strong. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. That's what I say. service. Most of you don't come. But let me tell you something. Weekday service is refreshing. It's feeding. I don't see why you don't come for weekday service. All of you live, all of you within 25 miles from here, maximum. I live far away and I'm here, so how can, why can't you do you? I'm saying it again. And any, somebody who comes to church once a week is not the same as somebody who comes to church twice a week. There's a difference. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived at all. So train yourself. You are not that busy to miss a weekday service. I'm also very busy. I am very busy. I don't know whether your job is more busy than my job. Are you working? I'm working. Are you married? I'm married. Are you have children? I have children. You have bills to pay? I got bills to pay. I have ministry work. But I've trained myself. You see, it's a training. You see, when you train yourself to do something, when you don't do it, it looks odd. Like, you see, like, for example, you have trained yourself to brush your teeth before you eat. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. So because of that training, when you wake up and you are eating without brushing your teeth, it feels odd. It tastes different because you have trained yourself. So when you train yourself to be in the house of God, when you are not there, it feels odd. Hallelujah. So I challenge you, all of you within 25 mile radius, be here. Let's train ourselves. Amen. I said amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Today we are going to talk about another mystery, which is very mysterious. Hallelujah. See, mysteries are secrets. Yeah. Amen. amen. And I'm going to talk about the mystery of his will. God's will is mysterious. Don't joke. God's will. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. Ephesians 1 7. Yeah. 
Verse 7. Are you there? Ephesians 1, 7. Good. <clears throat> it says that in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Verse number 8. Wherein he had abandoned towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Verse 9. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had purposed in them. It was a having made un known unto us the mystery of his will. Having made known unto us the mystery. It means his will is mysterious. His will is not plain. God's will is always mysterious. That's why he said that your ways are not my ways. Not that my, your thoughts my thoughts. As far as the heaven is from the earth, so are my ways. God's way is mysterious. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you known it was the mystery of his will? You see, and it's important. You see, it's very important to understand the will of God. Please let them come in front. There are more seats here. Very soon, very soon we'll be moving to a bigger place. I didn't hear your amen. Very soon we move to a bigger place. Fully air conditioned. I like digitalized light and sound. We'll have chairs when you sit inside. We'll sing a song. Powerful weddings. Hallelujah. Upstairs and downstairs. Fully air conditioned. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. God's will is mysterious. Amen. Amen. And let me tell you something about, you see, you, would, you know, you basically you know God's will by his word and by his spirit. Amen. Amen. By his word and by his spirit. Uh, why are all these empty seats here? Why can't they come here? So let the small ones move in front. So that the back, all of you guys move in front. It's only bad boys who sit at the back of the class. When I was in school, the bad boys used to sit at the back of the class. So come in front so that the back will be empty for anybody who comes late. So you don't disturb my preaching. Yeah. Get to sit in front. You're a good boy. Sit in front. Good boys sit in front of class. Bad boys sit at the back. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that the back will be clear. Let's continue preaching. Amen. <clears throat> God's will is mysterious. And you will know his will by his word and by his spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. By his word and by his spirit. You see, and let me tell you something. If you are in any organization, learn to know the policies of the organization. You must know the goal of the organization. If you want to do well in any organization, you must know the aim of the organization. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yeah. If you want to know. If you are in the company, you must know the goal of the company. Hallelujah. Amen. That is what will guarantee your promotion and your being there. Maybe you are in the company and the company, their goal is to sell, their goal is to sell uh, maybe 500 gallons of water a day. And then you, you are there and you don't know that you have a different goal. Your goal is to sell meat pie. Oh, you don't, don't fire you. <laughs> don't fire you. So those of you who go to work and are not interested in what the job is about. Yeah. You must know what the company, what the aim of the company is. What the name
aim of the organization, what the aim of the organization is, if you want to stay there and be promoted. So you don't go with your own agenda. Yeah, they have a name. They have a name. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe they have an aim. You see, they have an aim to outdo their competitors. And you are there, and you are admiring the competitor. You are dangerous. Coke and Pepsi. You are, you are working at Coca-Cola, but you come to work with Pepsi. Yes, you are working at Coca-Cola, but when you come to work, you are holding Pepsi and you are drinking Pepsi. You must understand. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? If you want to do it, you must understand the will and the purpose. In the same way, in the same way, as a Christian, as a child of God, you must understand the will of God. Which, which is not plain, it's mysterious. But you must pray to understand it. Amen. And you will know it by his spirit and by his word. Amen. I say by his spirit and by his word. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He said the mystery, his will is mysterious. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. You see, your ways are not his ways. Now that you're talking, the way God does things, Okay? It's mysterious. And I will tell you one. Don't forget this thing. For everybody. If you forget all my preaching, don't, don't forget this particular thing. The will of God for you, okay? The will of God for you always involves a place and a time. Don't forget that thing. The will of God for you, write it down for me, involves a place and a time. Hallelujah. It always involves a place and a time. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because you see, God, take it, see, God is the creator. God has a master board. Like if you play chess, he has a master board and he has you on the board. And he knows that 2008, I'll place you here. And in 2010, I'll put you here. In 2011, I'll make you work at this place. And they may fire you. Which you, with your limited knowledge, will cry. But God knows that, no, I have to put you for them. You to be fired because when they fire you, then you have, you have gained some experience. And then 2012, I'll put you at this organization where they'll promote you. So even though you are firing here, you are crying, you think it's a case. It's part of his master plan. me. So you are crying at all. Why am I in this? No, no, no. no. God knows I have a plan for you. I have a plan for you. He, you see, he's, he's, he's orchestrating it. And he has place and time. He knows that oh, in uh, 2012 I'll bring you to New Jersey. And then uh, uh, in six months time I'll, I'll remove you. And in three years time I will take you back to Connecticut. And then, you know, you know, he's playing the game. He knows he's moving. Every time. He's moving. He knows that, look, I have a good man for you. But I will let this boy disappoint you. So you are crying about this disappointment, but it's part of his master plan. 
It's on the board. And you see, I, I want to say, it is, it, it is a function of place and time. Place and time. It's always a place and time. He knows that I will put you here at this particular time. But in three years, I will move you here. Hallelujah. But your limited mind will make you complain. His will is always mysterious. His will is more mysterious. He knows that, look, I have to give you a child. Look. One time, not so recently, one of my members got married and she got pregnant and she lost the baby. It was very depressing for her. Crying because she lost the baby, lost her first baby. I remember visiting her at the bedside with the, I mean, the baby who was born early died. Premature dead. The baby, I mean, the pregnancy couldn't go far. And the baby died and was holding the dead baby, crying. And I looked at her and said, Look, it may be painful, it may be difficult, but you have to understand that all things work together for good. And I told her, Look, even as a doctor, sometimes, sometimes, when you lose a first pregnancy, it's a blessing. And he said, why? I said, yes. Because a, a lot of times, there are a lot of congenital anomalies. A student. Okay, okay. Congenital anomalies, like babies with a lot of deformities. Heart problems, lung problems, uh, brain problems, congenital anomalies. Do you understand? And usually, when you, usually when you find out that Doctor, am I speaking the truth? Or you are not there yet? Usually, yeah. Usually, when you, when, you, when you go and do the autopsy of the aborted baby, you find that there was a defect. Yes. If you want to do the autopsy. There's a hole in the heart, the lungs. There was, there was a problem. And because of that person, the baby could not survive. So in the pain that you have lost the baby, yes, it's painful. But also, also God has also saved you from an abnormal child. The loss is painful. So I told her, look, it is painful. It is sad. But look at it from this point. Because it has also been shown. And that, take it as that this one came to wash the womb. To open the matrix. And believe God. The last time I spoke to her, she has three children and she's crying. My children will kill you. I said, I'll kill you. <laughs> They'll kill you. Get ready. I, you were praying for them. Now three. And I said, and, and I said, you better do something because the, at the rate at which you are going, I'm talking about, she had three children in four years. I said, sister, slow down. <laughs> I prayed for her. Don't dare me to pray for you. If I pray for you, something. I said, look, this one came to watch, watch the mattress. May more come to the amen in a hospital bed. Four children. Three, three four years. You need one more. Yeah. So God's will is mysterious. Hallelujah. Amen. We never understand his will. It always involves a place and a time. A place and a time. A place and a time. So yes, yes, God caused you to lose this thing, but it was for a purpose. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So you have to learn to trust God. Amen. His ways are not our ways. You see, God doesn't do things the way we do things. Yes. I mean, if I ask you, to, if you are planning to become the mayor of Newark, what would be the logical thing to do? Let's say you want to become a mayor of Newark. You have to live in Newark. 
you have to do community service. You have to campaign. You have to make, be in a party. Make posters. Be a good campaigner. You must have the ability to tell lies. Good politician, you, cannot, you won't win an election. You can't tell lies. You have to say, I mean, promise them a bridge where there's no river. As a politician, a good politician, a good politician, someone who can promise you a bridge where there's no river. That's a good politician. Yeah, then you are good. Then you with a serious face. Look, one time a politician went to do a campaign. Do you want to hear my story? Okay, I'll tell you a story. One time a politician went to do a campaign and he went to the, the town and campaigned seriously. And then the people came. Then when they came, he called the elders. He said, I've come to solve your problems. You know, politicians always say they come to solve your problems. Come to solve your problems. He said, wow. No, we have been neglected for a long time, so thank you that somebody has come to our village to solve our problem for us. So he said, okay, what are your problems? The people said, we have only two problems. If you can solve this problem, I will vote for you. So what's your first problem? So we have no doctor in this town. There's no doctor in hospital. There's no doctor here. So every time our people are sick, we have to go to the next village. Which is dangerous. And sometimes people will die. So please, we are begging you. If only you can promise us, Mr. President-elect, if only you can give us a, a doctor. A doctor in this town. The guy said, oh, really? So yeah, we really need one in this town. Then the guy picked up his cell phone. Call. Hello? Okay, Dr. So-so. Listen, tell the minister that we need a doctor in this town, okay? So when can a doctor come? Oh, two weeks. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. Look, you see? No problem. I promise you a doctor in two weeks. The person okay. They asked the person, what is the next problem? What is your next need? It's our next thing that we have no cell phone network in this town. <laughs> Our next issue that we have no cell phone network in this town. So what was he calling about? A typical politician lying. <laughs> you see, that's you. That's you see, campaign lie. But that's no God's way. When God wanted to make Joseph a prime minister, he went to prison. Can you believe it? Joseph became a prime minister of Egypt. Through prison. That's God. It's a mystery. If you want to become a prime minister, you will campaign. You will lie. You will make posters. But God made Joseph a prime minister through prison. Can you believe that the jail time, the lies, the sentence were all part of his political campaign? Have you thought about it? Can you believe that the jail time, the lies, were all part of his campaign? Because if he had not gone to jail and met the butler in jail, how would Pharaoh have heard about him? Your ways are not my ways. His will is mysterious. 
His word is always mysterious. That is why we must learn to trust him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And believe in God and pray for his will. Amen. Because he, he will not do I mean, come on. You would think you should do it this way. But God does it another way. He brought Joseph to become a prime minister through jail. And he said, and it was not accidental because God had prophesied that he would save his people. So he had the chess board in front of him. He said, this is the way I'm taking Joseph to, to become the prime minister to preserve my people. One, I'll let his brothers lie about him. Two, I'll let him go to him. So as Joseph was, I'll let him go be sold in slavery. When they try to kill him, I prevent him from killing him. Then I will let him go and work in this uh, Potiphar's house to gain experience. And then over there, I will let them accuse him falsely so he can go to prison because I need Joseph to speak to the guy in prison who knows the king. So when he goes to prison, so as Joseph was crying, he didn't know it was all part of the master plan. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Yeah. You see, all of us know this verse. But we don't understand the root of it. How many have heard this verse before? I know the plans that I have for you. Hmm? Do you know that verse? It's in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Jeremiah 29, 11. He said that, For I know, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. This is God. I know. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Say the Lord. Say who? Say who? Thoughts of peace and not of evil. My plan for you is peace and not evil. You see, my plan for you is what? And not what? To give you, to give you what? How many know this verse? You quoted it several times. I know the plans. God, say, God says, I know the plans. But let me ask you, why did God have to say this? Why, what made God say this? That I know the plans. Why does he have to come and tell the people, I know the plans? That I have towards you. To bring you, why was, did God have to tell them that? Why? Why did God have to say that? Let's, let's get it from the beginning of the verse. This is 29. Let's start from verse 1. We are at verse 11. Let's go to verse 1. Now, these are the words. See, now, these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah, the prophet, sent from Jerusalem unto the residue of the elders which were carried away captives. Jeremiah the prophet carried the letter to the residue which were carried as captives. Okay? And to the priests and to the prophets and to all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. After that, Jeconiah the king and the queen and the eunuchs and the prince of Judah and Jerusalem and the capitals and the smiths were departed from Jerusalem. By the hand, so he wrote the letter and gave it to this guy. By the hand of Elisha, the son of Shapham, and Gamariah, the son of Helka, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent unto Babylon, unto Nebuchadnezzar, king of the Babylon. Saying, saying, he wrote a letter. Because the people were in captive in Babylon. 
So the prophet wrote a letter to them saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives. Who? Who? Who has caused? Who? Who has caused? You think you went to Babylon by accident? No. You think you went through that divorce by accident? No. You think you lost that job by accident? No. You have that problem by accident? No. That's what you don't understand. Whom I have caused, okay, to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Can you believe it? You think you got fired by that job by accident? No. His will is mysterious. This was his instruction. Whom I have caused, build ye houses and dwell in them and plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Take ye wives and begat ye sons and daughters and take your wives for sons and give your daughters husbands that ye may bear sons and daughters that ye may be increased there and not diminished in your problems. Is somebody hearing me? And seek the peace of the city whither I have caused you to be carried away captives and pray unto the Lord for it for in the peace thereof you shall have your peace. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you neither hearken to your dreams which you don't let anybody don't let any prophet deceive you don't let them tell you you are going through this problem because there's a witch in your family don't let anybody deceive you don't say the reason why you lost your child is because your grandmother is a witch the reason why you lost your job is because somebody is killing you hey you see anything no don't let anybody deceive you because they like to people like to deceive you in your problem hey you fear. <laughs> you fear means your house. You fear means your house. I'll explain to you. Yesterday, someone was telling me. Yesterday, just yesterday, someone was telling me a prophet came to his town. And, and I mean, someone invited them, so they went. He said, the prophet looked at one of them. I said, hey! You fear your house. Hey, means it's difficult. We come from a difficult home. He said, do you know why your money is gone? He said, hey! What's it? Let me say it in the local language and I'll interpret. What's it? What do you want to And I, you do not share from. Why you bear? No, see, Kako. I'll explain. What a shock. What a shock. What's it? What's it? What's it? What's in your, your, your finances have been tied spiritually to a goat that has been buried. And every time the goat makes bad, your money goes away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's not. Let's not. He said, let not your divineness that be in the deceive you. Okay? Deceive you. It's not a mistake. It's not a curse. It's in his master plan. Oh no, how 
hackate your dreams. No, hackate your dreams. You see, hackate your dreams. Sometimes, oh, Reverend, I dream that everything is lost. You see, be careful because sometimes you can dream from your thinking. Dreams come through a model of business. It's not from God. It's your own deflection, your own problems. I mean, you have been thinking about it all night. You go and sleep, you dream about it. It's not God. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. No, hack into your dreams. What should cause you to be dream? Don't let anybody deceive you. Don't let the prophets lie to you. Don't let anybody. For they prophesy falsely unto you in my name. I'm telling you, tax time is coming. Tax time is coming. They are coming around. You go, you, your hard-earned taxes. Then you give it to them. If there be a prophet, if there be a spiritual leader, I'm standing here. You give it to go and give it to people who I'm, I'm serious. Prophecy, miracles, we are in church. They lie to you. You shall know them by their fruits. What have they done? They prophesy falsely. Another guy told listen, I heard all this yesterday. Another guy told another guy told another guy. This guy, this guy, he just accompanied somebody. To the meeting. So as you were standing there in the lobby waiting, then the prophet came, the man of God, quote unquote, came. Stand up. When he stood up, he looked at the guy and said, hmm. Hey. Hmm. Hey. Uh, I'll, I'll say it also in the local Me who be be Me who be be Will start to me a show. Me not sure about your status. Number who said, "Who be boo when you me a deporto?" It's a true story. I'm not lying to you. It's a true story. I'll explain. Me who said, "Who be boo when you me a deporto?" It's a true story. A true. I'm telling you. I'll explain. Meanwhile, this person is even a citizen. So, so. The, the guy said he was furious. He felt like <laughs> no, he didn't go here. Took somebody there, and while he was waiting, he didn't ask for the guy for any prophecy. He was just standing somewhere in the lobby. He was standing, he was standing in the lobby, and when the man came from his hotel, he <laughs> was what are you doing for a meeting? He doesn't. Even, he said, Reverend, I had to control myself. I felt like slapping the guy. Do you know me? I'm a citizen. I have my status. I mean, what do you know? <laughs> yeah. He said that, the guy said that, I've seen something about you and it looks like you are illegal. No, the guy was illegal. And that you are going to beat your wife so they will deport you. He said, what kind of nonsense is that? Sit down. They understand. I've not seen them. Continue. This is what, huh? for that said the Lord, have you seen? Have you seen? For thus said the Lord that after 70 years we accomplished. This is what we don't get. I am, it's on the plan, a place and a time. After 70 years it's accomplished. At Babylon, I will visit you. It's a time frame. I will visit you and perform my good work towards you and causing you to return to this place. I will come. I will. So that is why verse 11 continues. So do you understand verse 11? Do you understand verse 11 now? 
Verse 11. For I know. God said, I know what I'm doing. I'm not ignorant. I sent you to Babylon for 70 years. I know what I'm doing. I allowed you to go through that problem. I know what I'm doing. Yes. yes. So don't let anybody deceive you. Amen. I know what I'm doing. Yes. I know what I'm doing. Yes. It's a time frame. Amen. I know what I'm doing. So sit down and trust me. Amen. Why did he say so? You see, why did he say so? Because when the people got there, when they got there and they were in captivity, that is what, when they got there and were in captivity, things were not working. That is when they lost hope. That's when they lost hope. That is why they, that's when they sat down. That's why they, they and, and instead of continuing with their life, was, by the rivers of Babylon. That's where that song came from. There we, yes, Lord. And there we were. When we remember by the rivers of Babylon, by the rivers of Babylon, that's where they sang that song. They sat down. This was your posture. This was your posture. And they we wait when we remember Zion. When the wicked carried us away, captivities. Required of us a song. Now shall we sing the lost song in a strange land? That's why they sang that song. Because in their captivity they gave up. They lost hope. It's okay. They hang their hearts. They say it's, there's no hope. They hang their house. That's why they sing the song. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord. By the reverse of Babylon. That's what happened to them. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? This is waiting for somebody. Because you have thrown in the towel. You have given up. You have asked yourself that when? How long? So the zeal to live, to continue, you have given, so you have hung up. You are sitting by Babylon and you are singing. While we sat down. And we wept. Night and day. You have given up. How old are you? Do you think that you think that life is over? old are you? That you think it's over? Why have you given up so early? Why have you given up so early? Your fire has gone down. Your zeal has gone down. You think it's the end. Let me tell you something. I tell you, it is his time, not your time. He had determined that it to be 70 years. You can't push it. You can't change it. I know what I'm doing. Trust him and don't give up. It's over. You have hung your heart. 
too early. By the rivers of Babylon. Too early. So, you see, so he has to send them away. Now look, build houses. Marry. Live. For I know what I'm doing. Don't give up. Keep on living. Yes, you are in captivity, but don't give up. The job is not working, but don't give up. The marriage is not working, but don't give up. The child is not working, but keep on living. I said, keep on living. I said, keep on living. I said, keep on living. You see, God, God expects you to live in parallel and not in series. And I'll explain. God expects, you see, there's a difference between living in parallel, living your life in parallel, and living your life in series. For those of you who did architect and engineering or electrical engineering, you understand. You know, can I get three chairs? Maybe some three empty chairs at the back. I'll show you. Three empty chairs. I'll show you. That's why God has to send them the word. See, this, see you, you, can, you can live your life this way, one after the other. No. And I put the last one here. You see, you can live your this is you can live your life this way. Series. Series means that this is this is the lead. Do you understand? Until this one works, this one cannot work. And this one cannot work. Because this one is not working, everything is behind. Because are you hearing me? Because this one is not working, everything is behind. Because, because the school is not working, the marriage is not working, the, the, the church is not working. Once you hit a block, because maybe uh, the, 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 the job is not working, the school is not working. You have, you have put the school on hold. You have put uh, the marriage on hold because you're working. Because your immigration status is not working, you have put a marriage on hold. The children on hold. You, you see, you, you live your life in series. It's like th- things must clear. In this one, when this one goes, then you do this one. But God said no. God says no. This is how I want to live your life. Live in power. This is in power. If this one is not working, push this one forward. If this one is not working, push this one forward. Are you hearing me? Yes, I know that you don't have your immigration place, but see, that is blocked. But let the school go forward. Amen. Let the marriage go forward. Amen. Now that you are home and you can't do anything, maybe this is time to get pregnant and have children. So when you start school, the children are out of the way. Live your life in series. Not in parallel. Yes, I know. Yes, yes. Now you don't have a job, or you don't have you don't have you, something. Uh, your school, your, something is not working. Maybe this is the time to marry and have children, so that by the time that one corrects, the children is out of the way. Because if you wait to solve that problem, by the time that problem is solved, the children will be too. You cannot have a child. That is why I said that it's a seventy-year uh, captivity. So in the interim, build houses, marry, do the other things, so that when you come out of the captivity. Those things have also been done. I'm teaching you. 
So don't let one problem put your heart on hold. Amen. I said do not allow one problem to keep your house on hold. Amen. Don't allow one problem to freeze you. Amen. It's only one problem. Your life is more than one. This one block, move another one. One girl that says, you marry you, so what? I mean, if he says, you marry you, just put her on pause and look around. <laughs> yeah, look around. I mean, because Julie says, you marry you, oh, Julie, Agnes is there, Margaret is there, even her course is there, you can't see her. <laughs> Never. That's why God sent them that word. That look, don't let the captivity stop your progress. Marry. Build houses. Amen. Do other things. Because your life is more than one thing. So if one, one channel is blocked, don't sit there and cry. And let that be your main problem. You can do other things. You can work. You can have a child. You can go to school. You can travel. You can do other things. One area is not working. But that's not mean that everything must be put on hold. Because I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Because some of us we live our life in series. Once something doesn't work, everything shuts down. But today God is telling you. He knows what he's doing. If one area is blocked, other channels are open. Live the other life. Can you imagine if they had not built houses? By the time they will go back after seven, they'll be too old. They can't build a house. Powerful. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yes. I I remember I advised one sister many, many years ago. She was trying to adjust her status so she can go to school. And she was depressed. And I visited her and said, Look, this is your depression. I don't understand. You see, she was so depressed that she so depressed that you see, so depressed that she will not even have sex with her husband. Oh yeah, people can be depressed like that. Why? I mean, so depressed that not interested in because because she needed to get this uh, thing correct so she can go to school. She need to get this immigration out so she can go to school to the point that she will not even have sex with her husband. How you do that? How you do that? True story. That's how depressed she was. She will not, it's like everything. She's not happy. She won't laugh. She, I mean, you're depressed. It's like her world has come to an end. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. So I remember visiting her. And I thought, look, listen, you are waiting for this. Fine. It's not coming. But I'm telling you, watch what I'm saying. If this, your status and your thing get corrected in five years' time, how old you, would you be? So it's not correct. Is it now that you're about to have sex and become agile with your husband? Now that your, your, your hippopotamus have come. <laughs> now that you are an antelope and frisky, you are, you are put that on pole. By that time, you become a hippopotamus. So, please. Then I told her something. I said, look. Have you seen your colleagues? Do you have every time they are struggling with their children? 
to go to work, look for baby sister and all those and said yes. I said, so why don't you take it that this is the time for you to have your children? That's what I told her. And she listened to me. And she did it. She obeyed me. So in, her, in the period of waiting, she had two, uh, three kids. Three, actually. She had three kids. She had three children. And by the grace of God, see, that is, it's a plan. I know the plan that I have you. That door also opened. And when the door opened, whilst her colleagues were struggling, she had already solved that problem. The kids were out of the way. That's what happened. The kids were out of the way. So when the job side opened, because the kids were out of the way, she had speed. I said she had speed because that issue was out of the way. Hallelujah. That's why I go told them build houses, marry. Do that thing. Don't let put your heart. Listen, I came to speak to you. Do not put your life on pause. Your life is more than one issue. Yeah, thank you very much. Your life is more than one issue. Hallelujah. His will is mysterious. His will is mysterious. I mean, the fact that you fail organic chemistry, that's not me, you should not study for the math. That was organic chemistry. That was organic chemistry. Study for the math. Study for the English. Pass something else and let her go and do the organic chemistry. Don't say because of organic chemistry, I won't do anything. No, that was organic. <laughs> Notice, yes, it that was organic. Put the organic on pause, get an A in algebra, get an A in calculus, get an A in social studies, and then come back to the organic. At least those A's are secured already. That's for you. You put your life on pause. Listen, don't put your life on pause, it's part of his master plan. It's part of his master plans. Say, I know what I'm doing. Even you think you know what you are doing, you don't think God knows what he's doing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Are you hearing me, church? Yes. I know what I'm doing. Amen. I say, I God say, I know what I'm doing. Amen. I know what I'm doing. Amen. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. It's according to my time. You know. The only thing I'll pray, the, the only prayer, see, the only thing I'll tell you to do is that sometimes, and not sometimes, most of the time, you understand, you see, most of the time, waiting is painful. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Waiting is painful. Amen. Amen. But you must learn to wait. Hallelujah. You must learn to trust and wait. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So if anything at all, Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28. Isaiah 40, 28. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth fainted not, 
neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Hallelujah. Continue, 29. He giveth power to the faint. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increased the strength. Hallelujah. Even your youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Hallelujah. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Yes, you see, the problem is we, we, we faint in the waiting period. Lord, when? It's not a God that doesn't know what he's doing. But can, can you wait? Hallelujah. That is what I'm So if anything at all, my prayer for you is that God will sustain you in your waiting period. I say, may God sustain you in your waiting period. I say, may God keep you in your waiting period. For he knows what he is doing. He will bring you to an expected end. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Shepherd of my soul. Shepherd of my soul. Shepherd of my soul. You know what? You know what? Let, let, I'm being led. You see, I preach a word to you. God knows what He's doing. But as of now, you feel tired. You feel frustrated. You feel like giving up. I'm going to pray this prayer for you. That God will keep you. God will sustain you. You will not faint. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You will endure the waiting period. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm going to ask anybody here. And I'm, serious, I'm not praying for money. Anybody here, has, you feel frustrated. You feel that the wait is too long. Come and I pray for you. I will lay hands on you and God will give you strength. And his will will come to pass. So if you want me to pray for you, come and I'll pray for you. Shepherd of my soul. You feel frustrated. You feel that the wait is too long. You wonder, how long can I endure? How can I endure? Can I go through this? I will I have made a choice to listen for your voice. Wherever you may lead, I will go. Shepherd of my soul, of my soul. I give you full control. Give you strength. Wherever you may lead, give you strength. To the faith. He says, I know the plans. God will sustain you. You will not give up. You will survive. And you will enter. You will enter. You will enter. You will enter into his plan and his purpose.
Isso não estourou mais, isso não lançou, estourou mais. Vai dar na coisa agora, Billy. Receive strength, oh God. Receive strength, oh God. You will not faint. You will not faint. You will not faint. You will not faint. You will not faint, oh God. You will not faint. Oh, you 
Thank you. Just put forth in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Valley dark and deep, the shepherd of my soul will be my God. Listen. He says, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Strength for the journey. And somebody here, the Spirit is telling that your date has been brought forward. The date of your redemption has been brought forward. It is coming first. It is coming earlier than you thought. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Finally, with every eye closed and every head bowed, you are here. Yeah, keep on praying. There's an anointing here. Yeah. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The Bible says, What shall I profit a man? If he gains the whole hell. I'm talking about salvation. 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 For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. You may have come by yourself or somebody invited you. If you are not born again or you are not sure, with every eye closed, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Don't joke with it. Don't joke with salvation. If you are not saved, don't play games with it. Don't play games with it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. You are too young to give up. I say you are too young to give up. It's too early in the game to give up. He knows what he's doing. Hallelujah. Amen. You want to honor the Lord with your first and best. Oh no, communion. It's communion time. I'm not used to doing communion every Sunday, so I forget. be very soon. We'll change it. Look, there's somebody here, you are struggling financially. You are deeply buried in the financial crisis. Are you 
pray for the spirit of wisdom. God is going to give you wisdom to come out of that hole. I say God is going to give you wisdom to come out of that hole. In the name of Jesus. This is power. Father, we thank you for the bread and the blood. As we eat the bread, let there be life, let there be healing. As we drink the blood, let there be destruction and removal of cases. Let frustration not be part of our life. In Jesus' name, Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.